There's a big difference between playing your game and playtesting your game. I'm T.C. Petty III, and this is Deep Design with T.C. Petty III. Going deep. Playtest. A prototype is a lot like breasts. You know, real breasts. Saggy, lumpy, lopsided things with blue veins and maybe a third nipple. Rarely is a prototype a perfect C-cup, proudly defying gravity through the most rigorous of stress tests. And personally, I prefer a prototype with a little more meat to it. (laughs) So if the game experience you envision is all that fun, jiggly stuff, the rule set you are building should be the perfectly measured, silky wonder bra surrounding it. You don't want to be walking around all day with a sore back, I mean poor rule set. Sometimes game ideas are tiny and cute. Sometimes they are gazongas and you just want to motorboat them, but never are games perfect for everyone. What you're really trying to do with playtesting is bring out the best qualities of the game you're making by removing edge cases, streamlining, and providing the best possible container for this awesome game idea that you've created for the audience you've created it for. You're making the perfect rules vessel for your lovely game experience, and least of all do you want to see it leak or break or cause an embarrassing nip slip. This is a terrible metaphor. Basically, if you're not playtesting effectively, you might as well not be playtesting. How do I playtest like I mean it? The big problem with playtesting is that you, the designer, are responsible for the extremely subjective interpretation of a player's reaction to a game and the efficacy of the game system itself, simultaneously. Meaning that you can play test a thousand times, but if you don't know what you're testing for, or if you've switched over to simply playing the game for the enjoyment of playing the game, you're just playing around. Before we talk about what it means to have a beneficial playtest, let's talk about a very basic idea. Playtesting is important. There are a lot of game designers that flock to the board game design market simply because it's easy, and it's true. It's really easy to make a game that sucks horribly, but your friends and family still say that they enjoy it. That's fine. You probably crowdfunded a game made by one of these people based on the strength of the artist or miniature sculptor. This is bad, because superb art and components are like lace and padding. They make a fine first impression, but when the time comes to discover what's hidden inside, it only makes the disappointment more real. Playtesting is possibly the single biggest deterrent towards crappy games hitting the open market, which means that a game will need to be playtested somewhere between 50 to 500 times before release. Not three times. The objective in playtesting is not to win. The objective in playtesting is to break the rules. Not cheating break the rules, but find points where the rules don't work right. Because the point of the playtest is to feed information back to the designer. That was George Phillies, and that was an awesome introductory statement for designers and playtesters alike. Don't just play. Play with the intention to deconstruct the game for mechanical dissection afterwards. Having one early playtest where the game breaks is so much more important than ten playtests where the game runs smoothly. But, on the other hand, having overly critical designers and seasoned playtesters can be equally unsuccessful if they forget the importance of engagement and simply attempt counterproductive strategies for completely illogical motives. You can easily overcompensate after shifty-eyed scholars analyze improbable edge cases and wax philosophical on game design trips. Okay, first, why do you play a game? Well, clearly, for power, independence, curiosity, acceptance, order collecting, honor, vengeance, physical activity, romance, idealism, social contact, family-eating status, and tranquility. We all know that. But how do you play a board game? Most people play games by sitting around a table, occasionally laughing and interacting, looking at cardboard pieces, and making quizzical faces. 
They don't stop the game two minutes into the rules explanation to say... I think you should make these symbols a little more distinct. They don't usually have concerned expressions on their face halfway through and say... That placement rule is really unclear. Stopping the flow of the game can be counterproductive. People sometimes get locked into a specific known problem, spends 15 minutes talking about it, and forget that it's only one tiny piece of the whole. Groupthink can kill reasonable feedback. Sometimes during playtesting, you don't want a playtester, you want a player. But you still want to gain value or understanding out of the playtest. This balance, it's tough. It's why you'll be playtesting a whole lot. The point of playing is engagement and entertainment. The point of playtesting is analysis, deconstruction, and criticism before these things happen on the open market. It's confusing to navigate sometimes, but there are key tips and tricks that you can follow during the process. The key to playtesting effectively. The key is focus. When testing, create a specific list of concerns and analyze these concerns during the game. Asking the question, did you have fun, is too generic and completely pointless and overly subjective. Be specific. Is this action too powerful? Are you high-fiving and trash-talking during appropriately thematic moments? Is there tension near the end of the game? Is this resolution system fair? These are observable phenomenon that can be focused upon and followed up with questions at the end of the game, and these questions become more specific as the game system solidifies. Focus is also about knowing your target market and dominating that market. If you're making an area control game with variable player powers and your gaming group hates those types of games, find new friends. Your game is flawed, and the best way to elicit appropriate, helpful design responses from playtesters is to get them as invested as possible in the game experience you are trying to create. Allow for variety of players, but know your audience. The key, though, really is actively making changes. This doesn't necessarily mean changing portions of the game as the game is being played, but it can be. It's more about adding or subtracting, listening to feedback, and altering the gameplay experience based on the imperfect science of reactionary judgment. If you make no changes between sessions, it's not because the game is complete. It's because you aren't being hard enough on yourself and thinking about creative solutions for improvement. Or, and it's legitimately because you have released a print-and-play late in development on our brute force trying to break the game. However, make changes within reason. If you are revamping a game after every test based on the fickle whims of playtesters, you're going too far. Embrace your ego and stick to your guns a bit. A good rule after a few playtests is make one significant change each time. But seriously, the real key is playtesting awareness. This means intense observation of players and their meta-reactions to gameplay elements. After you've played a few times, sit out and watch other stupid idiots misunderstand your beautiful game system. It's a frustratingly delicious event, but it also means that your knowledge of your own game design system has reached a certain point where you are able to understand the ramifications of changes. Some playtesting awareness milestones to shoot for. By two rounds into the game, the new idea you were trying is not going to work, so you step in and alter it. You've created a brand new card and naturally know what the cost of said card should be. You notice a player obviously having fun during a game, but their feedback by the end is more negative than expected. Players stop offering, wouldn't it be cool if, comments after or during the game. This is a big one. If players are still doing this, then your game is probably not as finished as you may think. Recognizing these milestones means you've hit a certain positive point in development. If you haven't, or if you're confused as to why you've never heard one or two of these things, you might need more development. But 
I'm a someone who designs games for a community of other gamers and designers that seemingly want the same thing, to make and play good games. But the practical advice for game design is flawed for game designers looking to sell their games. Technically, you should get the game into the publisher's hands and then let them deal with it. They're the one responsible for the end result and the commercial viability of the game. Time spent playtesting individual designs is time lost creating and pitching new designs. Depending on the type of game, pitching and signing a game with a publisher is possible with only a few key sentences. If you're Rob Davio, creator of Risk Legacy, you say, new legacy game, and publishers just fucking hand you money. If you're not Rob Davio, it's good to have a working prototype and an understanding of what development is. If you're self-publishing and you haven't playtested your game 100 times, get to work. Make those boobs pop. Because even if you make party games or word games or parlor game riffs on charades and balderdash or Cards Against Humanity clones, feedback is great and it'll give a designer confidence that their idea is solid or shadow their fragile ego into millions of tiny little frowny face emoticons. Either way, totally worth it. Famous award-winning game designer Eric Lang once tweeted a perfect representation of the struggle that is hobby board game design. Great playtesters tonight. Frustrating playtests. This game is going to be magic. I can see it. Right now, though, it's shit. I'm Eric Lang. All practical design advice aside, you will be the final judge on whether a design lives or dies, and playtesting is the best way to determine its fate. Until a publisher comes in and ruins everything. But that, dear listener, is for next time.